Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 40 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast broadcast. I'm here with Co Reed. With Dirt Lord. I'm here with Garbo. And I'm here with Griffin. And this is the Rogue Company podcast, bringing you all the news that you need to know about Rogue Company. And we're going to start off first with finally some news. Like, finally, finally, finally. We got the newest edition, the newest update for Rogue Company called the Mad Mercenaries update or Season 9. Call it what you will. It is this one and the same. Uh, or Year 2 Season 5. You know, we've got so many different, you know, ways to break this down. First thing that I will say, though, they really dropped the ball by calling it the Mad Mercenaries update. They could have just called it the Mad Mercs update, and that would have been amazing. You know, so it's time to cause chaos in the Mad Mercenaries update. This war zone comes with a lineup of crazed content in the Mad Mercenaries Battle Pass. Additionally, this is a new season reset for ranked, and we are introducing additional and new types of contracts so that you rogues can get out there and get paid. In this update, our rogues don a vicious and wild look as Mad Mercenaries set to cause havoc for a price. In the Mad Mercenaries Battle Pass, you'll find awesome content like rogue for rogues like Runway, Glimpse, Anvil, and Umbra paired nicely along with the Bone Dust Sahara Mythic Weapon skin. So, I'm not going to go through every single level of the Battle Pass and all that good stuff, but what do you guys think about the Battle Pass? It's It's been out for a couple of days. We've went through, we've looked at what the rewards and things are. What do you guys think about it thus far? Meh. I like the skins. That's about it. I mean, we get the we get a runway skin that is completely different from the runway skins that we've gotten in the past, which I do like, and it will be my primary runway skin until something better comes along. Well, um, she doesn't look old. Exactly. And she doesn't look like this chick that I used to date either. So <laughs> So, like, it checks all the boxes for runway, in my opinion. Just um, covers it up her face. Just covers it up. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. As long as I don't have to... Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> The rest of the skins make you feel more appreciative of the skins, specifically for two of them, because we are so deprived of content for those rogues. Umbra only has what, two or three skins in the game before this update came out. He had the shirtless one, the recolor, and the Infernal Umbra or Inferno Umbra skin, and then Glimpse had her recolor, the um, the season... $5 skin. Yeah, the $5 skin, and I, and I think that that was it, right? So... What they're calling a Christmas skin... Yeah, I'm it, like, ah, what about that? Yeah, it doesn't look very festive, does it? Like, ugh. Um, so we've got two rogues that are starved for content, and so people are going to be more appreciative that rogues that haven't received skins in a while, or period, to be honest. Like, the Glimpse skin, yeah, she, she got a skin that you had to buy for money, and then a recolor. It's, you know, it's kind of a little bit different than something that they... It's the same, but it's different. Like that, they could have released it for Rogue Bucks and it been its own thing, but it is what it is at the end of the day. And then Umbra having, he just had a Halloween skin, so it's one of those things where like, oh, well, Umbra just had a skin, but it was just another recolor. 
of his other skin with like these weird, awkward looking horns attached to, you know, so those two rogues are starved for content. And then you have the anvil skin, which is a recolor of a previous battle pass anvil skin, more or less. Um, you know, they did add mouse ears to him. Yes, I know that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's basically a glorified recolor. Um, so they're not the best skins. Like I like the design and the aesthetic that they're going for. And I also like this whole like Joker-esque quality to this. It's kind of like the purge meets Joker in a weird way where it's like people that are crazy with these crazy costumes and stuff on. Uh, I do like that a little bit more than some of the other battle passes that we've had. Like, I don't want a military-esque battle pass because if I want that, I can go play Call of Duty and get a military-esque battle pass. I want something that's different, something that is a little outside of the norm. And I think that, yes, exactly. And I think that this brings the goofy well enough, you know? I thought that was a switchblade skin. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that that was a switchblade skin. I mean, it fits her character. It probably more. was. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, maybe this is their way of stepping outside of that box where a, a lot of the characters have a lot of skins that are very similar to their default skin. I mean, look at all the recolors that Glitch and Anvil have on top of the the skins that they did release for those rogues that are very close and true to form to what their, their default skin actually is. This is like a far, pretty far separation from a lot of runway stuff. And I think that they, maybe they were afraid to release a runway skin that was a little too far out of left field for a while because Mm -hmm. they were afraid that maybe the older audience would feel like they weren't being represented represented it yeah. or something. You know, they kind of did it. She got younger over time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's, she's Benjamin button over here. You know, <laughs> I, I was literally thinking you know what I'm saying? So she's reverting. Yeah. So, but, uh, the skins are, aren't too bad. Like I'm, I'm fine with them. I think that they're better than some of the previous skins that we've gotten. I think that they look better and they're a little bit more flashy. They're very noticeable. So whenever you're playing, oh, yeah. if you run into Umbra with that bright green jersey on, yeah, you can't. Head. Yeah, you can't avoid them. Same thing with Anvil. Anvil's got that bright pink helmet on and that bright orange uh, glimpse. You can't avoid those characters. So that does help with the visuals of the game, in my opinion. Um, the RGB rainbow esque. Weapon skins, weapon ramps are. I mean, dude, they look familiar. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, they look like the <laughs> they look like the old slick skins that we got so many battle passes ago, except they took the blacked out details off of them. That's basically what they look like. It's fine. It is what it is. The mythic weapon ramp, though. I do. I haven't unlocked it yet, but just from what I've seen, I do like that mythic weapon wrap a lot. It just sucks that it's, in my opinion, it sucks that it's for the Sahara. I understand. I get it. We we talked about that in one of the previous episodes of Broadcast, but like, it sucks that it's for that weapon, but at the same time, it's still cool enough that I'm probably going to rock it for quite a while. 
on my Sahara, especially since it's a reactive mythic skin. So I, I do like that a lot. So, um, all in all, I would give this battle pass. If I'm going to rate it on a scale of one to 10 right now, I would give this like a solid six. Yeah. I was thinking around five. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not like covert ops bad, but it's, it's better than some of the other, it's better than the wasteland battle pass for sure. You know? Yeah. So I don't mind it. What, uh, Garbo and uh, Co Reed, what are, what would you guys rate it out of a ten? I mean, I'm gonna give it also a six because I think it was very creative. Because I like all the skins. Again, all the skins are really good. Yeah, they're very creative. I do like that epic weapon wrap too. But I mean, gameplay hasn't changed much, and overall other things like that. That's about it, man. I mean, battle pass is okay. Give it a six. <clears throat> say four and i'm being generous with it it didn't make me want to buy it right i get that think like if if you compare it it's like the mythic skins over time have gotten worse because like i would say the pinnacle of battle passes that rogue company has had so far in my opinion was the battle pass where the level 50 skin was the kestrel skin where it changed the drone color, the drone explosion, the smoke. Like it changed not only her appearance, her voice lines, but also like her projectiles that her one specific character had, you know? Mm-hmm. And I haven't really seen anybody use Runway, but like if you want to impress me, like is the briefcase designed differently? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if the briefcase looks like an old hobo suitcase, like, that you would find in, like, Bioshock or something like that, then that would make it instantly go up. But it's like the the level 50 skins have gotten worse and less interactive over time. The Mythic Wraps have gotten better, way better in comparison to some of the other Mythic Wraps that we've gotten. But the level 50 skins, the pinnacle of your battle pass, still feels like I could drop 1,500 rogue bucks and just purchase it outright. It doesn't feel like it's something that's exclusive that you want to grind for, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where, in my opinion, they kind of need to step it up. And not only that, but like with them releasing the battle pass literally two weeks before Christmas, it feels very out of place. Well, the, the screen... Yeah. We're in a you fucking haunted house, dude. What's going on? Yeah. About a month too yeah. late. Yeah. yeah. Why are we why are we doing a right. Halloween theme at Christmas time? Like yeah. what are we doing? Well they were too busy with the line knockout. Oh yeah. yeah. That's true. Oh damn. Yeah. I mean this this I want to get you in trouble, Griffin. <laughs> ah, it'd be all right. no, I'm just fucking with you. Um well this this last, you know, battle pass happened felt longer i don't know if it was or it not did. but it did, it feel, did feel longer it felt long dude yeah so, but Maybe it's because they didn't come out well we were playing you know we just didn't play as much i'm only i'm only playing play. about half the time that i normally play and it still felt longer yeah well i mean i think the one thing that really made it feel longer is they released that previous season. It comes out. People can't access the battle pass. People are trying. They're purchasing the battle pass. Oh, yeah. They 
so they give us all that battle pass experience, which puts us up to like level f- 35 or 40. Yeah. And then within a week or two after that, we had the battle pass done. So in reality, we had the battle pass done within the first two to three weeks of that update coming out. And like, I get what I get the olive branch that they were trying to extend out. But at the same time, like most people that are, most people will get the rogue company battle pass grinded out until it's done and over with. And then they'll move on to something else until the next update comes out. So whenever you're giving people 20, 30 free passes, like free battle pass levels right out of the gate. And a lot of them already got the tier skip. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So it is what it is. Like it did feel like it was longer, but I'm hoping that, I saw something on Reddit, and I actually meant to get on on Rogue Company myself and and fact check this, but someone said that this battle pass cycle was only going to be um, forty five or sixty days as opposed to ninety days. So it's significantly less than previous battle passes, which makes sense because it would line up with. Um, the high res showcase that'll be happening in January and all that good stuff. So it makes sense why they would have a shorter battle pass span. But if they're going to, they need to let people know because some people are like, oh, new rogue update came yeah. out. There's no balance changes or anything. I've got time. You know? So. Yeah. So we do have a new rank season. So, of course, they reset everybody's ranked, and we're going into this new season of ranked. Um, we'll also be getting rewards. So, if you play 30 ranked games, you get the party animal avatar, epic avatar, and you get the uh, bubblegum splatter epic weapon wrap bundle for achieving rogue tier rank, which is kind of cool because I don't think that they've ever given out an entire weapon wrap bundle for achieving rogue rank. So, that's kind of cool that they're doing that. Um, but if this is going to be a shorter season, you're going to have less time to actually get to rogue rank if you've never been there before. Um, so that's going to make, of course, people have already made it to rogue rank. Like they, they were rogue rank within the first two days of the update coming out. So, you know, it is what it is. If you play and grind rank constantly, then of course you're going to place higher and then you're going to have no issues getting there. Uh, but at least they're doing that bubblegum splatter, epic weapon wrap bundle. My biggest question is, are we actually going to receive these items? Because there's people that still haven't received. Yeah, they still haven't received the ranked items from not the previous update, but the update before that update. So and that that's deterring a lot of people from getting on there and grinding ranked out to get the rewards. Because what's the point? What I think it was 55 days. There's 51 days left. So what I mean, are these guys getting, man? do what? I said, what rewards are they getting? They're trying to play a game that they're not getting any rewards. They're trying to earn. nothing. So like, yeah, stripping. Them. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Here's my thing too. Like, why are you waiting until the end of the season to release the rewards? Like, if you play thirty ranked games, it should automatically unlock that oh. party animal epic avatar. So you don't get it until the end. Like, I figured if. Once no. you get it, it's like, here it is. No, no, the, they don't, 
they don't issue the the ranked rewards until the season ends. Stupid. Yes. So you don't even know you earned it until it's over. Exactly. 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 So I don't know why they don't have it set on there. There should be something that monitors your account and once like it should be play 30 ranked games and that should be a challenge, a ranked challenge that you have. And once you complete all 30 ranked games, then you should get the avatar. And then there should be another challenge that says rogue, you know, rogue rank, bubblegum splatter, epic weapon wrap bundle. We should be able to go in there right now and see what that weapon wrap bundle actually is. I'm sure they're still working on it since it's not in the game, but we should still be able to go in there and see what that actually is. And once you reach rogue rank, it should unlock it immediately. That should yeah, be. And if, if they can't have a program that like looks for that, it's like, well, once you reach the number you got to hit, just have a button there. It's like claim. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, you know, the button won't unlock till you hit that number. Yeah. It's not hard. Fix sure- it. I'm sure that Chisholm can get his AI to write some Unreal yeah. <laughs> Engine code to do this, you know? Yeah. So I'm just I'm just saying that that's a possibility, you know? So but speaking of ranked, they implemented contracts for ranked. So from this update forward, we are implementing a new set of contracts meant purely for ranked. So this is what they are. Play 15 ranked matches. The reward is 300 reputation. Win 10 ranked matches. The reward is 300 reputation. Complete both ranked contracts. You get 400 reputation. This is what threw me for a loop. Much like weekly contracts, these ranked contracts will become active only on weekends. So come Friday, get out there and compete. What? First of all, I was under the impression that Weekly contracts refreshed every Tuesday and stayed active from Tuesday to Tuesday. From they're called weekly. According to this, they're only active on the weekends. What the fuck, man? I don't that's, know. Uh, that's not a weekly contract. That's a no, weekend contract. That's a weekend contract. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know why sure. it's not moving. Yeah, right. Yeah. I keep checking it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Uh, yeah. It it's doesn't bugged. It's just stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any right. sense. No reason. What are we doing? What the fuck? Oh, my God. And they could have easily, legitimately, they could have easily doubled the amount of rank contracts that they have here by simply doing one thing. Play 15 ranked demolition matches. Play 15 ranked strikeout matches. Win 10 ranked demolition matches. Win 10 ranked strikeout matches. Complete all ranked contracts and get X amount of reputation. Like, why are they only doing two contracts, essentially two contracts, when you have two different rank queues? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Ranks for the weekend. I guess. <laughs> I mean, God. And and let, let's I don't know. let's let's break this down a little bit here. So let's say that you're playing 15 ranked matches, right? And let's oh, say shit. let's say that 15 ranked matches in demolition. By the time that you queue, get into a match, do the bands, play the match out, you're spending at least. 30 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. So 
if you multiply 30 minutes by 15 matches, that's 450 minutes, which is seven and a half hours of playing the game. That's if you drop in to ranked and have a balanced, well-running match. And on average, based on our experience, and this doesn't happen every single time, but based on our experience, you're going through the whole rigmarole here of at least 30 minutes to find the match, then get kicked out of the match, then find another match, then join the match, then ban the characters, then get kicked out of the match, then join the match again, ban the characters, pick the characters, jump into the game, and then the game itself is at least 20 minutes long. Or they surrender. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that's for a weekend contract. That's insane, dude. Yeah. That's you're having to split that up between two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours a day for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Just playing one game to get 300 reputation. Okay. You would have to do four weekends of this for one mm-hmm. contract to unlock a supply drop. It would take you a month to just play the 15 ranked matches to unlock enough reputation to unlock a supply drop. If you're grinding ranked, though, you should get more reputation yes. than just a regular ass contract. More reputation, more experience. And it's this is at least like 500. Come on. Yes. And this is another thing, too, that I want to mention about contracts, because we do have more contract information down here that they added to this update. Why do the only contracts that give you experience are the daily contracts and the seasonal contracts? Why don't weekly contracts give you experience? Why don't the ranked contracts give you experience? I thought they did. No. No. The only contracts that have experience associated with them when you go look at the contracts are the seasonal contracts, which you which you get experience for that, and the daily contracts, which you get 100 to 200 experience for completing those. Why can't we get experience applied to every contract? That makes too much sense. Yeah, it does, right? So not only do they have ranked contracts, but they also expanded the daily contracts. So in this update, we've done a massive pass to our library of daily contracts with the goal in mind of giving our players unique and fun objectives to achieve while they're out there saving the day. Uh, Want to get rewarded for mowing down rogues with cannons minigun or uh, wreak havoc with all of Dima's explosives? Try them out in the new update and let us know what you think. So I've seen some of these. We've had a couple of contracts that have filtered through my contract list where it's like uh, blind X amount of enemies with max light bomb or mm-hmm. deal X amount of explosive damage with Dima's Merv launcher or, you know, 15 get revives with Saint. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. That makes sense that they're doing that for daily contracts. Right. But what if you don't own that rogue. Oh. And what Shouldn't if... should give you that contract then. Exactly. But what if you go in there to re-roll the contract and it gives you the same one 
three times Which in a row. Does. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. So I've got all the rogues unlocked. So any of those daily challenges I would be able to complete. But for new players that are coming into the game or, you know, players that need. Yes. Or players that have been existing players that don't have all the rogues unlocked. Are they having access to these contracts that they can't do because they don't own the rogue? And if so, that's fucked up. I mean, what are the odds of someone logging into the game, seeing X amount of light bomb flashes with Mac going, oh, I don't have Mac unlocked. You know what? I'm going to play this game for the next 12 hours to get enough reputation to unlock Mac. How often do you think that happens? I don't know. The next time we get Redbeard on there, we need to ask him. Yes, for sure. Hey, what's your contract say? Yeah, re-roll them. Let's see what they come up with. I mean, I'm very interested to because if they are just putting these blanket contracts into the game, which they have been for months and months now um, with their default daily contracts, but if they're putting these blanket contracts in there for rogues that people don't have access to, that is screwed up in a massive way. My favorite way. one? Was the, I think it's a seasonal contract, but it's like get get eight, 80 downs with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah, right. Because not enough people was playing shotguns. No, that's not true. <laughs> I know, right? That's not true. There's now plenty. there's more. Yeah, I know. They'll do the crouch walking. Oh, my God. 80 miles. I don't know how long it is, but it's a lot of crouch walking, you know? Jesus. I already got mine. It's a lot. <laughs> so it's good that they're going in and they're expanding the contracts and all that kind of stuff because it is something that needed a complete overhaul. But it still feels like they're legitimately doing the bare minimum that they could absolutely do to make these contracts seem like they're worth it and seem like that it's what exactly what the community wants. But when you sit here and pick it apart like we are, you slowly start to realize that this isn't what the community wants. This is just some half-assed bullshit that you threw in here. They need to go back to the drawing boards on some of this stuff. Quit pulling the shit out of the jar. Yes, for real. Pretty hair is gone. Break the jar. Yeah. Just break the AI it. could probably come up with better oh, contracts shit. than that. Yeah. Body slam the shit out of that motherfucking jar. Yeah, for real. Break it. Smash it. Smashing. So last up here, this is something that I thought was very interesting. New performance indicators. During normal gameplay, you may see new icons in the UI. These are being added as a way to collect data on network performance and help us improve the overall experience. While you may notice them, please do not be alarmed as their presence does not necessarily indicate worse performance. When you see these icons pop up, what what normally happens? It's always like Itching. people are just glitching Lagging. around and just lagging, getting shot behind corners, skipping. Yes, and it happens. Everybody's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. Like, yep, got that too. Yes. And it's massive. Why is it so big? I don't know, dude. It's it like bigger. It's yeah. like a quarter of the screen at this point. They got it set, instead of 100%, it's on like 150. Yeah, right. It's scaled up. They need to scale it down to 50, and it would be plenty, you know? But I will say this. It doesn't always pop up. 
No. Your game will be hitching, and I'm like, anybody else get? Yep. I, I got, got a no question mark on the on the right of my screen. I got a question mark. <laughs> Here's what's there's, there's an orange one, a red one. Yeah. Yeah, a yellow one or something. Yeah, it might be orange. Yeah. Here, here's what I've noticed. There's one that pops up whenever I'm tabbing out. So one of them, and whenever I tab out, it causes the FPS in the game to drop. And oh, this yeah. happens on Palace and also on Arena as well since the update came out. Um, I think it's the one with the question mark is uh, the FPS because whenever I tab out and tab back into the game or if I start something, like if I start recording and stop recording, it happens because it causes mm-hmm. a little bit of a frame rate hiccup there in game. Um, I see that one, the one, I think it's the one with the question mark pop up. Uh, and then whenever people are lagging around, I get the Wi-Fi symbol with an exclamation point. And mm-hmm. then the, not on the Wi-Fi. Yes. And then the clock with the arrow around it, mm-hmm. that one just kind of happens. Yeah. And like when it happens, it could either be me shooting someone, them not take. I think that that server desync. That's that's could what I be. think. That's what I think that one is. And it happens a lot. That's the one that I see the most probably. Um, because it's a clock. That means that there's mm-hmm. a time disruption. That's the one I see the most. Yeah. So yeah. I think. Dark I think, red. Yes. So I think it's server desync, and I think that that's also why they put the server and client addresses on the score screen uh-huh. to see if the server's actually desyncing or if the client's desyncing or what's going on with everything. They upscaled that, too. Yeah, oh, big it's time. massive. Yeah, right. <laughs> you keep missing it. So now I'm going I wish to- they would go in there and add an audio file. Whenever the clock pops up, it goes, whoopsie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Toasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it would honestly wouldn't surprise me if moving forward, if whenever someone is reporting issues with their game and what's going on, they're going to ask you what symbol popped up, what color the symbol was, what your match ID is, what your server address is, and what your client address is. That's a lot of fucking information to give back to the developers when they can pull up your previous game history and look at all that information. That's good to know now because you could take screens. You could just, you know, pause. Yeah. Hit escape, take a screenshot. Yeah. This game ran like shit. Yeah. (laughs) If they really want that, I'll I'll make a folder. Yeah, for real, right? Like, yeah. So um, I will say this. It's it's good that they know that there are performance issues with the game. It is also good that they're putting in tools to help improve the overall experience of the game. It sucks that like this is coming at the tail end of Project Saint 2022. It also sucks that like there's not any information that is released here on how to help the developers discover these issues and help flesh these out. One thing would be getting better servers that's not located in Singapore somewhere. That would help out a ton. And then also, yes. And then also go in and do like a general optimization update for the game. That would help out massively. And I know it would be a complete optimization update across PC and then two PlayStations, two Xboxes, and a Switch. But I think that you have a little free time now that DKO has officially been released in closed beta and Elite is 
more or less off the ground and running, right? So and I they've think, scaled back on yes. what they're doing with this game. So it's like maybe, dude, it's like you like more, and they're like more, you know? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you want us to fix something? Yeah, right. Hey, I think. How about go ahead. I think that's their biggest issue is they, they seem to move on to a new game before completing the one that they have out. Yeah, for every, sure. Every time. Too yeah. many irons in the fire. Yeah. Way too many. Need more people. But where's those? Uh, this week, there was, we were supposed to have weapons unlocked. All weapons. Yes. And that, that I is don't a, have that. Y'all don't have that. Yeah. So that, and that's Are we going to get that extended? Probably not. Oh. And, and that's one of the community... Um, community concerns as well because not only are you guys experiencing this and people that we play with on a regular basis but a pretty good subset of the community is experiencing the same thing i got excited i was like hell yeah i can run whatever i want some of these other guns on my other characters maybe unlock them that you know that i like to use yeah nope yeah wrong yeah Um, you have two Weapons mastered in an assault rifle? Well, guess what? That's the two you're going to choose. Oh, yeah. you picked a character that's already running one of them? Oh, well, How I you guess you don't to choose another one. Well, I got three. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Hey, what are you going to do? Is one a sniper though? rifle? I got both the sniper rifles. Oh. I mean. I have uh, three ARs mastered. I mean. There. I've got all got them all mastered so <laughs> well i don't have any of the melees but i've got all the w- pistols and oh you don't have those no because i'm a bitch you know garbo how many oh, you got? got them all you got them all <laughs> yeah holy shit he is the ultimate that takes master. some grinding yeah uh, so they did fix a couple of bugs, things like that, which are some weird ones, like fix an issue uh, with how Gunsmith and Shredder Rounds interact with your ammo count. Not really sure what that's about. Fixed various audio issues with the MLC mixtape Mythic skin. I cut that audio all the way down immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, fix an issue where the in-game shop would be uninteract- uninteractable if opened while the scoreboard is up. I've seen that happen before. Uh, fix an issue in shooting range where all guns would be locked out. I've seen that. Um, fix some unintended issues with gadgets while they are on cooldown. I hope that's the issue where when you buy C4 that it immediately goes on cooldown. And for yeah. the first like minute of the match that you're playing, you're waiting for that shit to come off a of cooldown, even though you just bought it, you know? So Hopefully that's that. There's also some known issues like the ranked info screen shows incorrect rewards. Please refer to the ranked entry above the VFX of emotes. If you another emote following it, hold on. Goddamn. The no. VFX. <laughs> yeah, this is legitimately what it says. The VFX of emotes. If you another emote following it will sometimes retain the VFX of the previous emote. So I think what, what they're saying, I think they're saying that the uh, visual effects of an emote, if you cue or trigger another emote, it will retain the same visual effects that the previous emote had. So for okay. example, if you're using the making it rain emote with the money flying sure. all over the place, and then you trigger the chair, Maybe the mm-hmm. chair comes out, but it's still There's raining rain. money. Yeah, exactly. I, so, I don't think that should be the top of the list. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Care I mean, you know, you get around yeah. to that. But here's one that's interesting: on. some bots don't seem to want to purchase primary weapons. I didn't think bots were in the game. Where do you see that? 
It's at the very bottom, next to last known issue. That's interesting. I know that they have like the practice demolition and practice strikeout modes with bots in them. Like I know that oh, okay. that exists, but if there's an issue in those modes specifically, that shouldn't be something it, that is. Well, right. it should say that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so sounds like bots are back, baby. I just noticed what about that. backfill. Yeah, Has exactly. Backfill worked. Uh, we seen a backfill. We saw some last season. Yeah. It depends on what mode you're playing. And oh. like backfill doesn't work in quick play. Sometimes, depending on what map and what game mode That's it is, right. it'll work. But some most of the time, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then in demolition, if it thinks that you're going to lose, if the AI mm-hmm. that Chisholm's been fucking with thinks that it's going to lose, then it won't backfill someone on your team or the enemy team. That's but, nice. Yeah, because like, who wants a fighting chance? Yeah, who wants somebody to save the day? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So next up, we have a uh, bug. I wanted to bring this to everyone's attention. Uh, I'm just going to play this in the background mm-hmm. as we go along. This is on my channel, by the way, and the reason why I'm saying that, we'll get into that in just one moment. But there's a Ronin bug. As you can see here, whenever Ronin takes her ballistic knife out, throws it, and then shoots it, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't matter if you are shooting it with a pistol. It doesn't matter if you're shooting it with an assault rifle. It doesn't matter if you are shooting it with a, a submachine gun. It will not trigger the detonation of the Ronin knife. Also, another little tidbit that I figured out in the shooting range, and I don't know if this is in the live game as of right now, but if you throw the Ronin knife before an enemy appears and the enemy walks in the proximity of the knife to trigger it to explode, it's not triggering the explosion like it should. They're walking right by it, not triggering it. The only way that the Ronin knife Uh seems to be interacting with anything in the shooting range is by directly hitting someone with the knife itself. So it won't do it this time? Oh, because normally after it beeps, it's armed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's that was the problem. only way I was able to get a kill with it the other night was throwing it directly at them because they just walk right over it. Yeah. So you got to say this: anybody else could shoot it. Yes, anybody. It's only Ronan yeah. that can't shoot it. Yes, enemy is, team. I mean. Yeah. It's very fascinating that a bug like this exists in the game for a core oh, character. Okay. Yeah, for a core character that has existed this long since like alpha at this point uh we're gonna have a character that has uh, a massive bug like this and that sucks man i like ronan that's a big move for ronan yes that's- oh yeah it means i won't play her till they fix it because that's like a, a lot of what i use her for is to like block off doors make sure they can't come through but if it's not going to activate then what's the fucking point exactly and a lot of people play that i'm going to throw it next to this piece of cover i'm going to shoot it yep yeah and do that a lot too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the enemy can still shoot it. Yeah. And that doesn't make. Oh yeah. Sense. I why did that to Ronin. I blew yeah, Ronin up with her own knife by shooting it. Yeah. Why can't the Ronin that throws down the knife can't shoot the knife, but the enemy team that the knife is supposed to take Dude, down, even if you're on her knife. team, you can shoot it. Yeah, but she can't. No. What is that? So here's what I think happened. Okay. This is just me spitballing. I didn't receive this information from anybody. This is just my thought process. I want to make that abundantly clear. 
I think what they did was whenever they were copying over the information, because if 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 Dirt Lord's playing Ronin and he throws the Ronin knife and I shoot the Ronin knife as Saint, it's not going to do anything to it. So the way that it's coded is it's it's uh, not interactable by friendlies. And since right. you are the Ronin that threw it, then you would technically be considered a friendly for that entity in the world. Therefore, whenever you try to shoot it, it doesn't explode. I'll be in pace strikes again. That's what I think happened. I don't have any confirmation whatsoever from anyone that that is what is happening. It's a good wanna, lead. It's a lead. Yeah. I want to make that abundantly clear right now. <laughs> you have to take the time to make it abundantly clear. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. This is my own opinion. Yes. We all have opinions. Yeah. Like assholes. Even if it is an intelligent one, like calm yes. down. I'm always <laughs> intelligent. Girl, but fuck you. <laughs> I mean, so. It wasn't shot at you. She. But I know that by the time this episode comes out, the, the update's going to be out for a while. And I do have a feeling, I don't know this for certain, but I do have a Ooh. feeling that we're not going to receive any other updates until after the holiday season has passed. Therefore, sure. this probably, if it's not hot patched within the next two days, two to three days, then it's going to be like this until after January the 1st. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality of it. So just to let everybody so. know. Yeah. If, if Ronan is still bugged whenever this episode is released, you know why, you know what's going on with it. So, yeah, I saw on Reddit there's some big things coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw and that I think too. it's that. Yeah, hopefully. They're going to fix the Ronan knife next year. I hope so. <laughs> hope so. So, next up here, this is in the, um, this is in the game. So if you press escape on the main menu or open, you know, where the settings are, you can go to a news tab and it pops up some information occasionally. Most of the time it's just like, Hey, do you want to buy the battle pass? But yeah. this one is very interesting. So here we have the mad mercenaries update. And as you can see here, we've got the new, we've got the new battle pass, which we've already discussed that we've got the year end events, which dirt Lord was talking about earlier, where it says that, each week for the next four weeks, a new event like a new event like all weapons unlocked, double battle pass XP, double rep mm -hmm. contracts, and more will be live to celebrate the end of 2022. 22. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yes. And the start of 2023. They don't work. So, and we'll, like I said, we'll get into that in the community section. But here in the middle, it says community challenge. Unite with your fellow rogues and conquer a community wide challenge. Secure a certain number of downs to unlock progressively rarer items. Check here each week to see how you and the rest of the community are doing. And they misspelled. Oh, everyone that plays the game. Yes. They misspelled community, and I think it's supposed mm. to be is doing, right? I don't think community is a mm. possessive. Pr anyway, um, if we go over here, this is the progression, the example of the progression bar. Uh, and it says here, uh, unite with your fellow rogues and conquer community-wide challenges. Basically the same thing that was said before. Um, but as you can see here, it's got XXX, XXX, XXX community downs, which is a bar that will be signified by how many downs the community has over time. At 10,000 downs or 10 million downs, we're going to have the easy mark title. At 50 million, we're going to have the outlaw title. At 100 million, we're going to have the gunslinger title. And at 250 million downs, we're going to have the dead eye title. 
Now, this was something that I made a video about a couple of weeks ago, and I did not have any information when I made that video. I was just reading the text for what it said and was coming up with cool and interesting ideas that the developers could do to bring mm -hmm. the community together as a whole. Did not have this information beforehand and didn't know anything about it. Just want to preface that before we well, go any be further. So this is pretty interesting, man. Like this is something that I don't hate. If it works. If it tracks correctly. If it works. <laughs> yes. If it tracks correctly. Millions of downs is a lot. I'll, I'll be surprised yeah. if they're able to make this work. Yeah, me too. There's easier stuff that doesn't work. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're gonna I, keep, we don't have leaderboards or anything. We're going to keep track of all the downs yeah. that everyone makes in the game. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I do like the idea of a community wide yeah. challenge where it's like, even though it's just titles, and I know that a lot of people that I've interacted with recently has been like, well, it's just titles. I get that. I get that it's just titles, but you got to start somewhere, right? It's a test. Yeah. And with a title, something that's very simple, it's, you know, they've got a very easy way of tracking stuff here with the downs. It makes sense why they went with downs here. And instead of something like headshots or snipes or something like that, it makes sense why they went downs first, titles first. If this works, if it tracks correctly, and if it's something that the community likes, gets behind and enjoys, then this could expand into bigger and better mm -hmm. things. So... I really hope that it does track correctly. I hope the community takes it serious. And in my opinion, we shouldn't have to go into the news tab by going pressing escape on the main menu to go to news to see the tracking progression of it. There should be a gigantic bar that is on the main menu that says that has it broke down just like this thing does, where it's like 10 million downs, you get this title, and then 50, you get this title, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And it tracks it. Um, not in real, real time, but it updates it every hour or every two hours or something like yeah. that to see the progression of the community and then have like at the at the circle area of this breakdown here, whenever we look at this image, have a countdown timer there, you know, and do yeah. it almost like a Kickstarter thing where like if you meet the 50 million down mark and there's three minutes left, then it kicks the timer back up another notch. That way people mm -hmm. that want to get behind it and actually get these titles will be incentivized to play and then also potentially get other people involved into it to play. I, I don't know. If, that out right. I know, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just... <laughs> well, Gandhi's working on the mobile version, so That's he right. didn't have any say in it, you know? Um, but it, it would be funny if it was D3D hyphen I. Yeah. And I'd be like, why is the gun anyway? Yeah. It is what it is. So um, but yeah, I do like this idea. I think that this is a fantastic idea. And I'm really, really interested to see like if it works correctly, how big it can actually get. Because I think I'm calling it it ain't gonna work. I mean it ain't gonna work. I only bet They'll on have to fix it. I only bet on sure things. You want and, slap bet? No, because this isn't a sure thing. Like it's <laughs> it's guaranteed that there's going to be something amiss with this, and everybody's yeah. going to get all four of the titles just because it didn't work. So you know? people that aren't even playing the game anymore, yeah, will they get the titles? Yeah, as long as the community oh. meets the demand. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So, 
But yeah. So just sit back and wait for your titles. Yeah. And what would be awesome <laughs> is if like they had personal achievement titles that's associated with the main title, right? So let's say that 250 million downs is the dead eye title. And then if you reach 10,000 downs, you know, which is like super crazy. But if you reach 10,000 downs to contribute to this, then maybe I, you know, a title that says 10,000 slash 250 million or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they could do it in a cool way to where it's like, yeah, I helped get there. You know, this is how much I mm-hmm. contributed to, to helping do this. You know, uh, that would be cool. And it would also be cool if they put titles in the game that I don't know, updated stats in real time, kind of like what apex does, but Hey, that's just, you know, just spitball it here, you know? So, um, also you can kind of extrapolate this data, right? Once, once this comes in, if it actually does go into the game, you can kind of extrapolate this data a little bit to actually see uh, a somewhat general idea mm-hmm. of how many people are playing the game. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you can you can use math, and you can get a general idea of of exactly how long it takes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because I mean, if you take um, if you take all four of us and we get X amount of downs over X amount of time, add those together, get that average, and then divide that total number. Then you see what I'm saying, like. You can make a control here that would give you a general idea of how many people are playing the game. I don't know if they want to do that. That's because, what I'm thinking. Like, maybe if it if it if the numbers are bad, then it'll mess up. It's like, oh, that was oh bad. yeah, yeah, take it out. Like, yeah, right. Accidentally not, turn it off. Yeah, it's not tracking correctly. You know. So we've got a couple more. Th- oh, go ahead. Sorry. All I said was that's what's happening. Yeah, right. Uh, so we have a couple more things before we head into the community section. Um, we've got a couple of leaks that I want to cover. And I want to preface this that nobody from broadcast was involved in any of these leaks whatsoever. Okay. These first two leaks were posted on this YouTube page by.st3paska that has 38 subscribers. Um, mm-hmm. The first two videos are from them. The The two articles we're going to read are from uh, Leon Smith 12 on Reddit. So I just want everybody to be aware that we well, did not. You got to say this too. This channel was created and has been leaking since before you were even in the program. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. So Let, let's go look at their channel, it? their channel about me. So join January the 17th of 2021, definitely before I was in the creator yep. program. When you and go to their videos, videos since then, they, they re- uh, revealed the Scaducci skins 11 months ago, the battle pass five rogue skin 10 months ago, meltdown 10 months ago. Well, before I was part of the creator program, I just want to preface this now Oof. before we go any further. So if anybody has anything to say, message me and we'll figure it out because I'm sure that we can do some major damage. Anyway, this is a non-final map called Villa. So as we can see here, this is a very familiar looking map. This was from April the 16th, 2022, which was before I was in the creator program, by the way. Um, and as you can see here, we've talked about this in the past. This is the Villa 2.0. This is the non-final version of Villa. So we've talked about this in the past where uh, High Castle, they were they pulled it out of the game at one point to do updates to it. Were we expecting updates like this to come to this map? 
because this is absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah. Uh, um, this is like a whole new, a whole new map. You can see the fly through that they're doing now. And, uh, we're going to have Ronan running around, uh, inside of the map itself with the previous battle pass level 50 skin, by the way, and, uh, just kind of show a couple little points of interest and things like that. But Lancer. Yeah. Lancer, yeah. You said Ronan, uh, Ronan, uh, Lancer. Yeah. Sorry. I got Ronan on the brain cause of the knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> But yeah, as you can see, I mean, they they went in and did a full visual rework of the map from top to bottom. Like it doesn't even look like the same map. I mean, the artwork. Yeah, like there's sculpture. Uh, look at that. I know, right? Like there's it's like a, a cracking or something. Yeah, there's a couple of areas that's been blocked off. There's a couple of areas that's been opened up a little bit more. Um, as you can see there, this is going to what the B, uh, bomb plant site that would be on, if you're attacking on the right hand side, whenever you come out of the plane, um, I know th it looks like they have almost like they have ray tracing enabled, which it's not going to look yeah. this, this good whenever we play it, but it still looks amazing. And it opens up even more on the right hand side. So it's going to make that push. You know, that bottleneck mm -hmm. is going to open up just a little bit more in, in this this regard here. I do like what they're doing with this. And, like, if this is what they've been working on, like, I know that they want to try to keep everything as hush-hush as humanly possible over there. But, like, mm -hmm. little things like this yeah. um, would would give your well, community. Yeah, yeah. Would give your community. When they think you're not doing anything. Yes. A little apprehension. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. You should probably thank the person that leaked this. I mean, yeah, exactly. Why not show people like we're working? Yeah. How many people in the comments on Reddit were like, oh, this is awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah there seems to be two schools of thought when it comes to this map design and everything. Um, you've got pretty much half, if not a little bit more, that's like, man, this looks amazing. I can't wait to play on it. Then you have the other half that's like, this looks like a fucking Black Ops 2 map. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, I mean, all maps. Yeah, exactly. Black Ops 2 maps. Yeah, exactly. Hey, wasn't it, was it Krimar that, remember a long time ago, there was a leak that it showed the design of this map. It was a top down view. Over, yeah, we talked about it on Broke. Wasn't it him? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have to. You can see this, this whole side was open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's got a second. It's got a second story. Did you see the zip line at the back of the house right there? Yeah. To get on top of the house, which is absolutely nutty. Like that's they made a, this room a lot brighter. Yeah, and this it's a pretty dark room. It feels bigger. Yeah. No, it's not, but it feels bigger. Ooh, there's though. a top. Yeah, the zip line's on the back of the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like this a lot, and if this I is. Like it. If this is what they're doing with canals right now, which we'll get into that here in, here in a couple of minutes, but if they're gonna if they're gonna do this, it might not be a bad idea to slowly pull every map. Yeah, you know, I would say every well, map. People know that. Damn. Yes, like, and I would and I would suggest every map before Vice because I think Vice yeah. is, is is pretty pretty solid, right? Like, there's not much more that you could do to visually update that map other than making the fucking robot move around you know like that yeah. would before um, vice and arena yeah exactly yeah um but yeah i like this and i like the 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 
trajectory that they're going on with this this map here. Um, it's very fascinating, and it just shows like yeah, a lot of people are saying they're not doing anything. There's a lot of bugs. There's a lot of issues and stuff in the game, but at the same time, when you see something like this, it's like damn, they worked their ass off on this. Yeah, you know? there's a like, lot of detail. Yeah, a lot. Shadows. Yeah. Like the Rogue Company logo. Yeah. It makes me want to play this map. Here's my question. Will the Switch run it? That's a good point. That is a very good point. Because it looks really good, but I don't know if the Switch will be able to do it. That, I mean, it has problems running Arena. So they got exactly. optimized for the Switch. Yeah. If you're not going to do it for the rest... Either yeah. optimize the switch or put the mobile version on it. Yes, exactly. That is that is very true, and that is it's very concerning at the same time. Yeah, because it looks like my PS4 would have a hard time running this fucking map. Yeah, especially with that looks ray tracing turned on. Yeah, look at the shadows. Yeah, looks we've been so talking good. about this map for a long time though, and been like, man, it needs a rework or something. Yeah, and here it is. Like, it's about time. Almost since yeah. the game came out. Yeah. Yeah. They really opened both they of the did. plant sites up in a huge way. Like look at this. I mean You can you, even go under that now. Yeah, that's insane. I like, like that. Like a whole new route to get instead of taking the zip to go up top like it yeah. is now, or go in the staircase, you can actually just go under it'll make, and up. It'll make A a more viable option for planting oh yeah yeah for sure why wouldn't they want people to know this i don't know dude you got all these people that's like they're not doing anything this the is what dead th that's the thing though. this is what the community wants to see this is what's going to make people yeah. think that yeah well they used to do this yeah like it's sad that leakers have to do it man yeah for sure thank, right thank the gods for them, man yeah they're saving your ass here yeah i'm glad like, to see this because this gives me a little more hope for this game because I've I've really gotten to the point that I feel like we're just we're on the deathbed. We're not right. there yet, but we're fucking starting that weird breathing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got the rattle, the the death rattle. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, and imagine how well this is going to play in TDM, Strikeout, King of the Hill. You know what I'm saying? Battle like, Zone. Ba yeah, yeah, Battle dude. Zone. Like, this Pretty is going to open up so many possibilities for... Because High Castle doesn't play good on any game mode, to be completely honest. Like, nope. it, it does... I would say the best one is Demolition. Yes. And King of the, the Hill is okay. Is like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just so much. Everybody's in the middle. There's a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Like... <clears throat> But yeah, man, this is gonna. This is like almost double the size of the original map at this point. It's going from yeah. the smallest map to possibly the largest map that we it's have. Very large, yeah. So, Jesus, this is this is great, man. I'm not mad at it by any stretch no. of the imagination. Not even a little bit. I mean, look at this whole bunker area here. Yeah, what's this? There's a truck. Oh, jack oh. some jackal shit's happening oh, over okay. here. Okay. All right. But yeah, dude, 
I, I think that this is going to be, and who knows when it's going to be released. This might be something that they announce at the high res showcase and everything. Um, mm. And if they do, then that's fine. But I have a feeling that it'll probably be coming in Q1 of 2023. And that's okay with me. At least, at least we'll have something to look forward to since this last update, we didn't get any balance changes to the game. We didn't get any rogue changes. We didn't get any weapon um, balance, nothing. It was just the battle pass, the the UI stuff that's going on, and just some other minor things that they introduced. This is going to be a breath of fresh air completely. Yeah. And I really hope that when they introduce this map into the game or back into the game, however they decide to do it, um, I want a full playlist that is just different game yeah. modes on this one map. Well, if they do both of them, they should do them together. Oh, that would be sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be insane. I don't think we'll get them both at the same time, but... Well, I mean, we may, you we know? We do. I mean, look at this. This overlook right yeah. here with the infinity oh, yeah. thing On the middle? Oh, my God. Yeah. This reminds Zip me of, right like, there. some Valorant... You, yeah. It, it kind of has a Valorant-esque look to it, you know? Right here. Project Saint. This is Project Saint for sure. Yeah. This is quality of life updates, upgrades. There's a zip line right there in mid. Like this mm -hmm. is this is absolutely nuts, dude. I'm excited to play that. Yeah, for sure. Bridge has more cover. Yeah. It doesn't feel as congested either. I mean, it's the little things, you know? It's the little things. I mean, if Zell taught us anything, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't even know. Yeah, I appreciate you. I like how whenever they hit the zip, there was a command prompt that, that popped Deb up. Stuff up in the corner. Yeah, yeah. said zip has authority. That's interesting. That yeah, it's a it's like a dev copy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Right. But yeah, guys, based off of that alone, scale one to ten, what would you give it? Well, just I mean, by looking map, at it, I'm going a ten. Yeah. But I gotta I mean, play it. Solid nine, dude. Yeah, it looks really extremely good. I'm gonna go with a nine. I mean, it, it's gonna be amazing that they that they opened it up that way and they really took into consideration like it looks like they took every game mode into consideration here. Because it stands out. It really does. It look, what it yeah. looks like is they listened to what the people had to say about that map and was like, well, let's figure this out. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which um, is nice. Yeah. I mean, look at Glacier. Night and day. Yeah, dude. That, that yeah, it's one of my favorite w. maps now, and I used to hate that All fucking map, All they did map, was change one window. Yeah. Opened up those two areas on the bottom, made it really good, too. Yeah, that helped. Yeah. But remember, we hopping there, worst map. They fixed that window. It was like, I actually like playing this map now. It's even better now. So it's got two reworks, kind of. Yeah. yeah. It has had like two reworks. But it's finally in a good, um, fun, balanced state where you can legitimately play any game mode. I would say out of all of the maps that we have in the game right now, I've played more variations on game modes on Glacier than any of the other maps. Strikeout, Strikeout feels good on there. King of the Hill feels good on there. TDM feels good on there. Demolition feels good on there. That's you can really get want. around it now. 
Oh yeah, and you don't and have before when something would happen on the other side, it's like fuck. Yeah, we set ten, my GPS. Yeah, ten minute, you know, rotate yeah. over to the other Everybody's side. Everybody's dead by the time you get there. Yeah, for sure. Now right? you can pretty much just shoot them from the other side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but next up here, this is from the same YouTube channel. Same YouTube channel, by the way. This is Canals, what they're calling Canals Two. So yeah, we're doing Bigger. a little fly, uh, yeah, a little fly uh, through of canals, and you see, there's a couple. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, as you can so see, I want to say that the only way you can do this is with the uh, the dev tools. Yeah, right. I'll say that. Yeah, we don't have access <clears throat> to that. No, not at all. So it looks like they're retexturing a pretty decent chunk of the map here, which is fine. I mean. If they're going to give it the the treatment that we previously had, I'm I'm good with that. And so this, much bigger right here, dude. Yeah. Oh, we've got a walkway now mm -hmm. to go to the back side of the uh, the plant site here, where the shipping containers are, and it looks like they opened it up a little bit more so you can actually have engagements. Hot. Yeah. Oh, right. behind that. Yeah. Right. I can't wait to get snapped from that corner back there. Yeah, right. So you might be able to climb on top of that. Look at that. It looks like everything. Like you get on top of that other shit. Like, yeah, everything yeah, with the orange. Like. Oh, they changed this one. The cover's gone. Yeah, and it's a little bit longer. There was cover looks. there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, everything orange is access points. It, that's what it looks like. Motherfucker. I mean, so high risk, high reward, right? You yeah. can get up here and yeah. snipe, but you're going to be an easy target as well up here. Makes sense. That's a That's little bigger. sneaky spot. Yeah. It also like makes it easier for them to like pinch you too, though. Yeah. So we're this going, is bigger. Yeah. Going through the ship here. That's the same. Yeah. But there's cover missing. Like the railing. Yeah, it looks different. Yeah, the railing is missing right there. Like there's. Mm -hmm. Couldn't shoot through it. Okay. So that's a little bit higher of a vantage point there. You on top of that, maybe? Probably. You're going to try. Do it. Do it. Can we get up there? We yep. can. Oh, there's. Uh, oh, look. Okay. Whoa. Does it wrap around to the back? Whoa. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Holy That's shit. That's different. So that'll be water. Yeah. Right? With stuff in it. This is, yeah. yeah. See, why wouldn't they want people to know this? Why has it got to be a leak, man? Let people know. Oh, look at, okay. That. That warehouse wasn't there before. Well, they made the warehouse bigger, right? Well, the one at the they back. They made it. See, they made the warehouse bigger, yeah. So, so you're you, walking in. You're yeah. walking yeah, into the warehouse. Knew. From the yeah, ship. Yeah. It's whoa. the warehouse. They've okay. Been, they've, they've added a whole storage room to the warehouse. <laughs> now, this might look different when it comes out because there's nothing, nothing in here. But yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It looks like it's they have it. It's completely different. Off. What the? F it's not even the same. It's yeah. not even the same room. It's completely different. Yeah. Okay. From head to toe, mm -hmm. knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, dude. I was thinking that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. Like, no, this it guy, looks good. Look at there's oh, man, th three different Ooh, access three. points. Ooh, I don't know, man. That's. Did you imagine a TDM there? 
Yeah, that's going to be nuts. I think that's what's helped, though, is like all those, a lot of people prefer playing those modes. Yeah. And they're kind of, ha- they're forcing them to rework some of these maps. And yeah. So that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. So this looks a lot of the same, at least what we're seeing so far. But that, that entrance there, yeah. right there. Open right there. W. Yep. Let's see what it looks like over here. Pretty much the same. Yeah. They just added some. To That's not open. Part. No. No. That little middle part. Yeah. So, and then we're back to then you're back to the warehouse. But see, there's another there's another warehouse back there that wasn't there. Yeah, it's like they extended extended it out, right? But see, there's the thing you usually run up. Yeah. What's that? What is that? Whoa, a, what is? It? No, don't okay. go over there. Okay, yeah. I guess. No, thank God, that would be insane. Yeah, it's like, where are they? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Hopefully they pitch this down a little so you can hop up into it easier. Yeah, right. It looks like they added more cover back here, maybe for... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why you would want to fight back there, but yeah. they opened it up and, and made it a lot larger, unless they're going to have like different ways of entering the map, maybe instead of... a. Um, the planes that you pull up in like a vehicle or something. I mean, the zipline gone. Yeah. They're they. Yeah. Yeah, You spit a zipline. Did you notice at the very back, there's a walkway. Yeah. That goes all the way to the other side. Yeah. Across the water. I mean, it's a W dude. These maps. Hopefully they can't get on top of that crane. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that nook looks very similar. Ooh, but enough to shoot somebody through. Yeah, right. They'll probably add a lot of shit there to cover that up. Those doors with that keypad outside of that doorway, it looks mm-hmm. like it may be something that you can control, like open and close, which would be. Well, hidey hole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Even on hide there, have a chance they get. Exciting. You know what this is making me think? So we have a huge problem with respawns in this game, right? Ah, yep. So and I'm just going to use the only thing that I can pull um, inspiration from when talking about this is gears, right? So the mm-hmm. way that the respawn respawns and gears work was you would spawn on one side of the map or the other side of the map, depending on if you were playing as the gears or the locust, right? And there was a middle point of contention that was drawn through the center of every single map. And that would be the natural um, choke points for the map, regardless of how they were designed was that middle point. Once you fought, once you died, you would respawn in the spawn that you originally spawned into. And then you would have to run back into the area that you would be fighting in, right? That's that's how you would re-enter into engagements. Once your team pushed um, over that middle line by 25%, it would cause the spawns to flip. 
with them opening the spawn areas up like that, I could definitely see them using a metric kind of like that instead of having people spawn randomly because there's so much more cover. There's so much more stuff that's going to be littered throughout the environments if they're going to be doing them in this way. It would make sense if they would default everyone to spawning in one central location and then whenever the team, your team or the enemy team took control of 75% of the map, it would cause the spawns to flip, which would in turn force the enemy team to have to fight back to the other side of the map. It was a good system. It worked because you couldn't spawn trap anybody. People could figure out where that 75% line was and hold up at that 75% line, but inevitably someone would push across it long enough to cause the spawns to flip. That's how you balance the spawns in the game out. And that might be what they're doing with all that cover and stuff that's back there is actually adding a respawn system similar to Gears of War. And that would make sense. How many times on the respawn modes do you spawn? And it's like, oh, I'm right in front of them. Yeah, a lot. They're here. Yeah, a lot. Dead. Yeah, absolutely. So, um... If that's what they're doing, then I'm okay. I would be interested to see how that played, but I'm very open to that idea because it would, especially if you open up Strikeout and King of the Hill to larger size points that you're trying to control. That way, whenever you're running back to get into the action, regardless of what route you take, you can get back to that control point fairly quickly compared to how it is, you know, how it would be now if they were to set default spawn locations for everybody. You know what I mean? And I don't know that that would be interesting. I'm not, I don't know if that's what they're doing, but that would be, that would be a way to balance it. In my opinion. So the next two things that we're going to talk about, these were pulled from Reddit. These are small compared to what we just looked at, but As you can see here, this is from Leon Smith. We've already talked about that, Leon Smith 12. Um, And I think that these were leaked by Strix. I'm not 100% sure. I know Strix has been known to leak stuff in the past, um, but I haven't spoken to Strix in quite a while, and I'm not sure if he's still involved, but maybe. So this is the possibly the next SMG. A dual-wielding rogue will most likely be next. So it looks very um, Spitfire-ish. A little bit larger than the Spitfire, mm-hmm. but it looks very reminiscent of the Spitfire. Gun. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and then you can see that the files show SMG, D40C, Dual SMG, Dual Boyer, Base okay. 01 Blueprints Mesh, right? Um, and I like how below it says HRM24S. That's kind of interesting. Interesting. Um, but there have, in the past, been some leaks that have been... Uh, that have came out from other people where there have been files discovered in the game files about a rogue that has access to dual wielding submachine guns. Um, and Uh-oh. yes, and this is something where like, this is more plausible because this looks like they're going to be dual SMGs, smaller clips, probably like 15, 15 max, maybe 20. Um, that you are not going to be able to ADS, of course, because they're dual no, wielding. hip fire. Yeah, all hip fire every day. You know what I mean? Um, but I do like this design. I'm interested to see how yeah. it looks when they get it fully textured out. 
And since it's still in the files, and this looks like something that was released recently, seeing as how it was five days ago, um, this may be the next rogue that we get. That's, Probably in the new update. Yeah, very much you possibility. Know. Yeah. Uh, and this could not only be like just a dual SMG wielding rogue, this could also be like an ability. Yeah. Oh. Like you, tr- oh. yeah, you trigger. Wasn't it, there somebody on Paladins? Um, yeah, Koga had dual SMGs, but I could see that be an ability for somebody. Like if they're getting pushed, they could crack the ability. And yeah. the only the only reason that I'm saying that is because the next leak that we're going to talk about is a sniper rifle. So it would be an interesting combo where you have someone with a sniper and a pistol, but if they're getting pushed by somebody, they can hit that ability, okay. pull the dual SMGs out, and burn whoever's pushing them down. You know what I mean? It's either that or they've got one, they hit their ability, they got two. Clear room out. That would be nutty, you know? Yeah. But, well, and if they did that, like, with Weapon Mastery, I don't know how that, oh, you know? Yeah. Well, it's his ability, so you can't. Yeah, that's true. You can't do that unless you pick Dahlia, right? No, it would be. That's a passive, so. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I do like the design of this SMG, and I also like the uh, the pathway that they're, because it seems like they're modeling it over, they're modeling it after the uh, D40C, which is very interesting. Also, if they that, did that with an ability, dude, it would give a rogue an identity. Oh, for sure. It's right? like, yeah, this motherfucker yeah. got a dual SMG. Yeah, what the fuck, you know? So, and then next up, we have a post, of course, by Leon Smith 12 as well. A new sniper, I guess, the Calypso TP50. And as you can see here, this looks like your standard 50 caliber sniper rifle. I mean, it looks a little bit more, it's got a red dot on top of the scope, right? It does. Or, but uh, the red dot's pointed at the the lens cover. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It might be a range find. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, but if you look in the files here, they posted a snippet of the files. Sniper rifle, 50 cal, Calypso TP50, blueprints, materials, mesh, textures, textures, textures. Um, so with this actually being textured out, this is probably more more likely to be coming in the game sooner than the SMG. Yeah. It's got um, a pipeline. Yeah, for sure. And then I like how they also included a photo of the Calypso strawberry orange drink that was popping in the, what, 90s? It's Where are you cool. seeing that? Whenever you scroll through the the photos on the Reddit page. Oh, there's three. Okay. Yeah, right. So I don't, I remember, I remember Calypso. I don't remember what time period this was from. Yeah, it it's looks almost like, like the nineties. Yeah, yeah, right. So Snapple was real big. Yeah, and it's spelled the same way. So they either they're fans of it or they were fans of it when they were kids yeah. over at High Res. But that's it's older. That's, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before about introducing another another sniper into the game, and like Rathar posted a video where he somehow during a PTS had access to a new sniper rifle that would one hit anybody regardless of where you shoot them. Wasn't this, that the one where, yeah, it was, it wasn't supposed to be in there, but it was. Yes. Yeah. And well, if it's a 50 cal, yeah, and it looks the, like a 50 cal clip, dude. Yeah. I'm some big bullets, right? 
So I'll be very interested to see how this comes into the game and how this affects the game overall. But I do like the design. And like I said, it's hard to make new sniper rifles. Well, let me take that back. It's hard for Rogue Company to make new sniper rifles because there's so many way there's only so many ways that a sniper can skin a cat. But if you think outside the box a little bit and do something interesting and unique, then by all means you can make something like this happen. You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, hopefully hopefully this will be very very well balanced with fixer getting his new passive ability and ignoring armor that could cause oh, yeah. issues going forward unlock that yeah Sheesh. exactly so that's one thing that we've got to be aware of as to well the community is definitely aware of it, but the developers need to be aware of it. Maybe that's why they're having such a rough time getting snipers in there. I don't know. One character shouldn't break the game and cause like it's the shotgun Lancer crisis all over again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what flinch? Yeah. So, all right, guys, this is the community section of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast. If you want to contribute in any way, you can hit us up on Twitter at Brocast. You can shoot us an email, Brocast at gmail.com, or you can join the Discord. The link will be in the description down below. But first up here, we have a post by Daniel ZH. Here's why your game isn't smooth. One, packet loss. Two, ping. Three, I don't know. And these are the symbols that we were talking about earlier for the improved performance metrics that they're trying to, to look at um, through. I ain't you know. never had them all. <laughs> no, not. Where I've the never. fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might be on Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, and I do like Ghost of Slicksville, who is just a fantastic, you know, contributor over at the Reddit page. Said, "Here's why you keep losing games: bad connection and a fluster cuck of symbols on the screen." Um, absolutely true. So their deduction is that the uh, triangle with the Wi-Fi symbol on the exclamation point, exclamation point, is packet loss. The clock with the arrow around it is ping, and three is the question mark with the arrow around it. That's I, the one I get. I think the one with the question mark with the arrow around it, it only pops up whenever I have some type of an FPS drop or something like that. Um, so I do. I wanted to include this mainly to show what these symbols actually look like, uh, but also to let people know that, like, hey, whenever an update comes out, please be sure to go and actually read the patch notes Yeah, because there's a lot of people on Reddit that were like, I'm getting these strange symbols what and the they're taking up. This? Yeah. They're taking up <laughs> yeah. half of my screen. It's like, dude, yeah. just go read it's the patch notes. Yeah. I know. I know it takes like five minutes while you're taking a shit, just pull them up on your phone and read through the patch notes to understand what type of additions they, they made, what type of balance changes they made to the game. Well, and, Get an idea of because they happening. don't put it in the game. Yeah, exactly. Right. We we play with people when you stream, and none of them know. There'll be a few that read the patch notes, but we're over here. We're like, yeah, they did this and they did that, and yeah. this is different. And it's like, what? And it's like, yeah, yeah. you got to go look. <laughs> Why don't they put it the day one when the game drops? The update it should pop up and be like, here's what we did. Yeah, for real. I don't know how hard it is to put a text file in the game, but it shouldn't be well, that hard. Well, there's other text files in there. I yeah. Mean, why is it this under news? Maybe Chisholm can get the AI to write code to include <laughs> the patch notes in the game. I'm yeah. adding Fluster Cuck to my 
Yeah. List oh, of yeah. words. Fluster cook a, for sure. That's a new one for me. Yeah, right. So next up, this is the post that we were alluding to earlier by Fuzzy Pies, which is a great name. All weapons are unlocked in quotation marks. I don't think so. Just hopped on an alt to check and not surprised that low res being low res loadouts mm-hmm. are all locked as usual. <laughs> Also, seasonal contracts week one, four, five, and six's progression are still locked to quick play only, even though the Twitter cl- Twitter CM, I'm guessing community manager, claims a fix was rolled out yesterday. So if they're going to have four days, right, of all weapons unlocked, all rogues unlocked, uh, double reputation for contracts and double battle pass or double experience across the board, and your first week doesn't work, what kind of faith does that give? And it's the a community? reward. Exactly. It's a reward, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's bad, man. Like that's it's a slap really in the face. It is, man. Coming it, off it, those uh walking dead skins. Yeah, right. And like at least at least the battle pass is functional. At least people are able to purchase the battle pass this go around. At least there's that. It so, worked this time. Yeah. Can't say much for next time, but at least it worked for this time. So this next post is a little bit longer, but this is the last community post. I wanted to uh, talk about the leaks. I know that we don't normally go into leaked content on the broadcast, but uh, whenever you have significant leaks like that happen, and then you also reach out and say, hey, if this isn't something that is addressed, we're going to discuss it on the broadcast. We're going to discuss it if it's still available. So here we are. So in the future, if you see any leaks or anything that you want us to address, hit me up and we'll cover them on the broadcast. Because, I mean, we've got to have something to look forward to. And a lot of people get their information through the broadcast. Thank you, guys. You know, much love. But uh, let's talk about this last post here. JKL3. New player experience and why I stopped playing. To preface, this post is meant to give feedback to the developer team on possible issues with player retention as well as first impressions they get from the game. I don't intend it to be a rage or and slam the door moment as I've only clocked in about 25 hours in the game and getting in any way invested at this point would be silly. I'll start with all things that I really liked about this game first just to make it balanced. Optimization. Personally, haven't experienced any lag, disconnects, crashes, or bugs in the time that I've played, and I'm playing on nearly a decade-old PC at this point. Very impressive. We'll come back to that. Characters Mm -hmm. and abilities feel very satisfying to use. There's enough variety and tactical depth to them to make using them feel impactful and skill-based. Match pacing and map sizes are great. Games don't feel too drawn out or too fast. There's enough space to do flanking and tactical tactical maneuvering or just rush the objective now to the things that i don't like number one matchmaking to be clear i don't put blame for the current state of matchmaking on developers as with diminishing player base there inevitably comes a moment where you have to either make it take extremely long time to form a match or it falls to polarizing Uh, entropy of not having enough skilled players to fill both teams in equal measure that said this game has absolutely the most abysmal matchmaking i've ever experienced and i don't use that lightly out of all the games i've 
had there was about five to six games where nobody quit and it was a very close match until the very end and those were the best games i've had in the time i've played rogue company but due to the fact that there is no disconnect penalty and no meaningful reward for properly finishing in the match there is absolutely no reason to actually finish the game if you feel like your team is not up to the challenge I've had a game where over the course of the match, we've had eight people disconnect total. We've had as many people leave the match as there were at the start. It's grossly embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Number two, the game is very free-to-play unfriendly, even compared to other high-res games like Paladins and Smite. When I started playing and faced the queue issues, I thought, well, it's fine. I'm just going to get to level 10 and go queue ranked to alleviate it. But... Well, no such luck. Ranked is locked behind having X number of characters unlocked. Well, reasonable, I thought. However, with the way the game rewards you with reputation, it felt it felt a lot like it was trying to strong arm me to spend money on buying rogues just to avoid casual queue. My overall experience with the game uh, haven't quite reached the point of lack enough to spend money instead of being stuck somewhere willing to not quit outright. If I can just farm reputation for a couple of weeks to unlock enough characters to play ranked eventually. With the new patch and change to daily quests that make that make them essentially incompletable within any realistic time frame. Pre-patch I was doing all three dailies within an hour or two and I wasn't aware that I could do it with bot matches as mm-hmm. I understand now. And seemingly the removal of free rotation which I assume was a normal part of the game just like uh, any other character-based shooter MOBA, I don't really feel like suffering the casual queue with just five default characters to get virtually nothing over just logging in and claiming my daily rewards and quitting instantly. So it sounds to me like he's having the issue where you got to get the Mac light bomb flashes and he doesn't have access to Mac, therefore he yeah. can't complete those challenges. That's kind of what I'm reading between the lines there. Number three. Non-existent promotion for the game. The only reason I'm even aware of Roco's existence is because I play other high-res games, and I've heard about it way back when it released. It's so bad, in fact, that despite there being promotions in Rogue Company for other high-res games like DKO, I don't ever recall seeing Rogue Company promos in Paladins or Smite. Crying Mm -hmm. shame. With all that said, I really wish this game was much more than what it current what it is currently, and I really like the game part of it. But overall experience of it is just not at the point where I would choose to play this over Smite or Paladins, where I can unlock a new character in half or one day of leisure playtime. And to wrap up, I'm posting this here for two reasons. I couldn't find any kind of player satisfaction survey in the game to write it directly to the devs and also to maybe provide more visibility and encourage people with similar experiences to maybe share them here as well. Wishing the best to the game and developers. If you've read it all the way to this point, thank you and enjoy the game. So this is a very well thought out written um, experience recap of someone that recently downloaded the game Played it for about 25 hours, which, I mean, is an, is an appropriate amount of time to hop into a game that you are somewhat interested in and decide whether you want to continue playing it or not. I would say 15 to 25 hours is an appropriate amount of time, right? Like, if you can't figure it out in that time frame or before, then you're playing the yeah. game. You know, like, that's what's happening here. So, um, 
The first thing that I wanted to hit on was optimization. Playing on a decade-old PC that has um, that hasn't experienced any lag, disconnects, crashes, or bugs, and the time that I've played, and I'm playing on a nearly decade-old PC at this point, very mm. impressive. So this makes me wonder a couple of things because we've seen some conflicting posts about people coming into the game for the first time, uh, specifically on consoles and having issues with it either running on the console or with lag or other issues. Yeah, other other issues that are happening. This is on PC. So what I'm wondering is if when players come in, they get some type of like priority optimization yeah, for the game. New. Yeah. Should I re-download the game? <laughs> exactly. Like that's that's like, what I'm wondering as well. Let me know point. if I should, because yeah, right. I'm I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, right. Um, and you know, I, I've seen and talked to some people like Carlos. He's playing on a way older uh, system. Of course, not getting like a target FPS of of maxing it out, but still having a somewhat pleasurable experience while playing the game, even though it is it is at a lower FPS. I understand that. You get sixty. Yeah. Right. And I get it. I understand it. And and it's great that you're having a very enjoyable experience thus far but as you become more well versed with the characters as you become more well versed with how the game modes play out and how interactions should work compared to how they're actually working you will start to notice the cracks in the uh in the shell of this perception in your mind because it happens in every game, right? You jump in, oh, this is running great. It's it's playing great. It's looking great. Uh, yeah, I sh- maybe should have downed that person, but maybe my aim was off a little yeah. bit. Or, and I then, hit my shots. Yeah, and then as you get in and start realizing like, oh, when I play on this day at this certain time, it's like comp- it's like playing a completely different game. It's like I'm hitting all my shots. I'm doing stuff that people would think I'm cheating over. Maybe that's when the server's not bogged down as much, you know, like, so I would say you would have to play another, an additional 25 hours in the game before that newness starts to wear off. And that, that shell has been shit. You know, you, the the cocoon has been broken open at that point. Watch the rub, watch the new off. Yeah, exactly. That new car smell. Dude, all of us have over 25 hours. Oh yeah, and for sure. I'm, my computer's five years old. I get bugs all the time. Your computer's pretty much new. It's I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they get it on console. Like everyone we know, yeah. yeah, has bugs. Yeah, and they happen live. You can go back and look at countless live streams from countless rogue company creators, uh, players, whatever across all various platforms. I was watching someone. Probably the most watched Rogue Company um, creator earlier today, and it was issue after issue after issue after issue, and it gets to a point where I'm just like, "This is sad." Yeah, you know, not good so, promotion. No, not at all. And speaking of promotion, like JKL is absolutely correct. Like, where is that mm-hmm. promised promotion at? And I know that we've talked about that in the last episode with that big marketing write-up that that individual had, but like absolutely correct. Like this is a game that people do not know exist. Where's Mr. Beast? (laughs) Exactly. Right. And like 
whenever Rogue Company first, you know, came to the world, they got all these streamers and all these content creators on board and they hopped in and they had an experience so that they could get their payout. And then they moved on to other things. I think the only person million downloads. Yes. Oh yeah. I think the only person out of that initial push that ha- that continued to play the game for a somewhat reasonable amount of time after that, and I don't know if it's if it was sponsored streams, but I don't think that they were. No, was, he played it. Was Summit? Yep. And then Summit started realizing the cracks very early on. The lack well, of he content. plays games for a living. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. The lack of content. The lack of updates. The lack of feedback from the uh, developers. He saw all of this. And yes, smaller company. Yes, you can expect slower update cycles. He's aware of that. Someone that plays games for a living is absolutely aware of that. Well, dude, he's pulling more views off of GTA 5. Yeah. That game's like 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It it came out when 360 was out. He's pulling more views off. He plays that a a shit ton. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What? So, but he did play more than the others. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 very interesting to see the the perspective of a new player. And like, here's the thing: if you're on the fence and for some reason you're stumbling across this episode of Broadcast and you've listened to it this far, which I don't know if you're a new player why you would, but thank you first of all. Second of all. I don't want to say hop in and let the newness wear off so that you can see the glaring cracks, but like they're there. Just be aware that they're there and you're going to start seeing these issues and inconsistencies start to pop up over time and they are going to frustrate you and they could possibly frustrate you to the point where you don't want to play the game anymore. That's a very good possibility. And if that's the case, it's understandable if you don't stick around. I get it. A lot of people have left. A lot of people have moved on to other things. But at the end of the day, I still enjoy it. And I understand why JKL is kind of moving over to something else because the matchmaking, you know, is not the greatest matchmaking for sure. It is not, it is not new player friendly in a lot of ways. And I know that like making, making the game easier doesn't necessarily make the game new player friendly. And I think that that's where the developers have this separation, right? Because they think that if they make it easier for someone to drop into the game and get a shitload a of kills, yeah, get a shitload of kills and run around with, with a handful of rogues and feel like that they're making a difference, that doesn't change the fact that your entire UI is clunky as hell. There's too much stuff on the main menu. There's way too much information that's put on the main menu. You have tabs and tabs and tabs of other information that give you literally no information. The profile, About the game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the profile tab gives you all your statistics that mean nothing because there's not a leaderboard. Nobody's out there comparing statistics from one person to another. Uh, you have a store page that never updates. It used to update once, sometimes twice a week. It doesn't update ever. I think it you, just stays the same until the next update rolls out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have the Before weapon. when I would buy something, it would be like, you own this. Yeah. And then it was gone. Yeah. Now it's, it's still there. And it's just like, yeah, you got this. Yeah. Like, well, where's something else for me to buy? Exactly. Right. You're fucking up. Yeah. 
Um, so they could like try to appeal to newer players in other ways, in more obvious ways, by trying to bring them into the into the fold a little bit better to try to explain things to them a little bit better, revamp the tutorial, give full tutorials for every game mode that you can play and have access to. The tutorial doesn't even mention weapon mastery. No, it doesn't. It shows you how to play demolition. Yeah. And the game and the developers have made it abundantly clear that Demolition is not the most played game mode. Strikeout is. So why isn't there some type of breakdown as to, hey, you only have a limited number of respawns, and we call those respawns tickets. Whenever your team runs out of tickets, that means that nobody's going to be able to respawn on you. You know what I'm saying? Quit dying. Yeah, exactly. Um, dodgeball is a very interesting and there's not a steep learning curve, but it's a very interesting mechanic that I've never seen in any other game before whatsoever. But if you're dropping into dodgeball, me explaining to someone how dodgeball works is like, okay, it's four V four. Whenever you kill someone, then they go into respawn queue. And then if you die, then the person that you killed before that respawns. Exactly. So you have to take a good 30 seconds to two minutes explaining it, depending on how quickly the person can pick up on the concept of how this works. You know, when you could have a tutorial that does that for you. Every mode should have one. Exactly. Before you play it, you should have to play the tutorial. Yeah. And I get it. We come from a different generation, right? Because every game had a tutorial. (laughs) <laughs> yes, and I played every tutorial for every game that I played. For sure. So that I knew how everything worked and, and how to do specific combos. Well, dude, a lot of them wouldn't make you. Oh, yeah. You had no choice. Exactly. That's the first mission. Yeah. We so, got people that don't know how to plant the bomb or throw it to you. Yeah, exactly. Give me the bomb. How? Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, right. What do you own? Yeah. I shouldn't have to go over here and like be playing with three of us and say, Hey, throw me the bomb. And they say, I don't know how. And I say, what are you playing on? I'm playing on PlayStation. Hey, Corey or Garbo, how do you throw the bomb down on a PlayStation controller? It's happened. It has a lot. It has happened. Yeah. And they still couldn't figure it out. No. So, I mean, at the the bomb off the map. Yeah. Great. You know, now it's just not there, you know? Um, But yeah, they could absolutely 100,000% make it new player friendly in other ways than making the game easier for new players. Because if you're going to require them to play bot matches, which in my opinion, we, we recently revisited Paladins, right? And Rubio got on there, never played it before. And he had to go through five bot matches. Even with us getting on there and playing in my account, yep. being as high as it is, had to play through five bot matches to understand how the game worked, how the mechanics of the game worked, to learn well, how they the, figure out your matchmaking too. How good are you? Yes, exactly. Right. So you don't have to make the game easier and to make it easier to down someone and kill someone when you can run them through this ringer whenever they, and I know I get it. We don't want to baby them. We don't want to treat them like they're children, but you got to. Whenever you start a new job, you go through a training 
process, even if you are proficient at whatever you are being hired for, you go through a training process to understand how this job works, how this company does this specific job, and what you need to do to contribute to this company. You have to treat people like that. I'm not a child. I'm going through training right now to learn how to do my job, even though I've done it for the past seven years, because the way they do it is different from the way I did it before. Just like playing Rogue Company is different from playing fucking Call of Duty or whatever other game that you come from. Well, dude, it would also help like new account boosting. Oh, yeah. Because somebody could just make an account, hop in there, join up with their buddies and shred ass. Yeah. Now they got to play these matches. Yeah. Well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I do it on my off time. Exactly. Like you could just leave a match. It's like, all right, the matchmaking shit, leave, make a new account and get right back in. Yeah, absolutely. Five minutes. Yep. Here, this is what they should do. As soon as you launch the game, you should have to do a basic tutorial about movement um, crouching, you know, uh, peeking behind cover, using your abilities, using, um, using, um, like gadgets, like grenades, yeah. things like that. Then it should be like, you've got X amount of game modes here. Which one do you yep. want to learn about first? Demolition. Cause you got to play them all. Yes. It takes you through the demolition training and then it forces you to play five demolition matches after that is done. And let's say that you quit and that you're trying to bypass it. The next time you load back in, still got to complete four more demolition matches. Also, you have to complete the training for the rest of the game modes and the practice matches for those. You take all that information in. You get Chisholm to program the AI bot yep. to figure out exactly where the skill level of this player is. Then you release them into the world. So that would help the game, but we're losing money. Yes. Because they make new accounts. They hop on there. They buy the character pack. Yes. You want for like 20 bucks. They're spending money. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a way to, to, to make this work. They just, they want to make it easier for players to hop in, even though they're less experienced and feel like they can hang with, the veteran players of the game, and that makes the veteran players of the game really unhappy about the state of the game whenever they're getting wrecked by someone that's a level five that's running around reloading with the Lancer because you increase the damage and you you did all this stuff to the weapons to make it easier for people to be able to be good at the game. The skill gap is so slim at this point that it's almost not even there. It's almost non-existent. How lucky are you? And can you put your cursor on this person and hit a couple of shots that the AI determines that you hit? That's basically what it is. But maybe JKL come back. Maybe they'll put another 25 hours into it and then come back and write us another essay. I almost want to message the person and be like, hey, can you put 25 more hours into it and write me an essay about how it feels after 50 hours? I want to see your natural progression as a player. You know what I mean? And yeah. your thoughts on it, especially with how well-written this was, you know? So, but for this episode of the broadcast, I'm here with Co Reed. 
I'm here with Dirt Lord. I'm here with Garbo. And I'm here with Griffin. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching. And please be sure to catch us on the next episode.